0: Ashley Brock, reading Dolores Fawson's book, Gage, Chapter 10, and I will say it's my favorite chapter. Gage wasn't sure it was the brightest decision to confront Ford, but he was damn tired of the man trying to run Rough shot over Lynette. Ford had gotten away with it for, well, all her life, and maybe the man just needed a good dose of his own bullying tactics. I don't want you to do this, Lynette read it. It's not safe, figured she repeated again before he walked onto the porch space floor. I'll make it safe, Gage promised. Thankfully, the guest house phone had a direct line to the main house and to Mason's ranch office. That's the button, Gage pressed. Ford Arrington's at the end of the road. Mason informed formed in a second again. Yeah, I'm meeting him to settle some things. Mason paused. Well, Lynette couldn't talk you out of it. He didn't wait for an answer. You always were the hard-headed one. Gage could argue with that. How many ranch hands are with Ford right now? Two, I had them stand guard at the top of the road so we wouldn't get any unexpected visitors. Both are armed, and I trust them. Good, if Mason trusted them, then so did Gage. Call them for me and have them escort Ford to the guest house. I'll meet them out front. Mason paused again, and Gage waited for his brother to try to talk him out of this confrontation, but then Mason just cursed and hung up. One down, another to go. looked at Lynette, who was fuming, and knew this was another argument he had to win. Why don't you get something to eat while I talk to your father? Gage knew the lame suggestion would fall on deaf ears, so he played dirty. That's down on her stomach. Think of the baby. It's not good for you to go through go this long without eating. Her eyes narrowed. And she called him a bad name. That questioned his intelligence and in his perennity. <laughs> but she turned and headed for the kitchen. I'm watching from the window, she informed him. Good grief. He wasn't the only hard-headed person in the room. Stay back away from the glass. That got her rolling around to face him again. No more narrow lies, but there were there was worry in them. Gage went slid his arm around her I kissed her. Then kissed her again. That won't work, she snarled against his mouth. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) well, because you're going to think of the baby again and play it safe. That's not fair. I know, but I can't carry this baby (laughs) here, Miner. Only you can do that, and that means I do the caveman stuff, and you grow us a healthy baby. Gage didn't miss how easily the us had flowed off his tongue. There was a lot for them to work out before there was an us. And it started with his meeting with Ford. his Glock from his holster took a deep breath and stepped onto the porch. Case also checked to make sure Lynette wasn't ready right by the window and that she was eating a water on both counts. She was munching on an apple as if she were in a race to finish it. And while she was close to the front door and window, she was staying back didn't take long, less than a minute, for the truck to come to a stop in front of the guest house. An armed ranch hand was on either side of Ford, and they all got out. The ranch hand stopped at the white picket fence. gate. not Ford, he walked toward Gage. That's close enough. Gage told the man when he made it to the bottom step. It was still drizzling, and Ford didn't have an umbrella, but Gage hoped the discomfort of the weather would speed things up. He didn't want Ford on the grounds any longer than necessary. How did you find out I was alive? Gage tossed out there for starters. Ford lifted his shoulder. I have my sources, and those would be, Gage pressed, confidential. Gage wished he could wipe that smugness off Ford's weasel face, but that would only make this ordeal last longer. Best to hear what he had to say and then get him far away from the ranch. I haven't told anyone you're alive, Ford insisted. Gage didn't believe him, but he had more important things to discuss. Cough, Nicole. He lifted his shoulder again. I'll try. On the phone, you said you could. That's the only reason I'm out here. I said I would if you both agreed to talk to me. for me to show a look at Gage. You're not both. Gage heard the movement behind him and cursed the blue streak. That's because Lynette opened the blasted door and came out onto the porch with him. He shot her a warning glance, which did no good whatsoever. Now you have both. there's not call off your lover. Your father seemed more than pleased that he'd gotten his way. All put pressure on cold Ford told her. I know some of her secrets, Apostle Harvey. Yours, too. And he was looking at Lynette when he said it. Oh, did Ford know about the baby? It wasn't something Lynette could keep secret for long, because she would soon start showing, but Gage hadn't wanted Ford to put two and two together and come up with the conclusion of the baby being Gage's. That would only start another war between Ford and him. Gage needed some security measures in place so that Lynette wouldn't be anywhere near yeah. his father when he learned she was pregnant. Yes, secrets, Lynette repeated. She tried to step around him, but Gage blocked her. He couldn't tie her and put her back inside the house, but by God, as a minimum, he could shield her body with his. You mean like the secret you told me about my mother? The muscle flickered in Ford's jaw, but that was his only response. That was a long time ago. Yes, there's no statute of limitations on murder, she fired back. Gage didn't want to take his eyes off Ford, but he turned around and gave Lynette another warning glance. This was turning ugly fast. (laughs) There's also a law against bribing a public official, Ford said, pulling Gage's attention back to him. Gage braced himself for Lynette to ask what the heck that meant, but she didn't say anything. Oh, man. You didn't think I'd find out? For snapped, his attention still nailed to the I always find out everything you do. What are you talking about? Kate just kept just came out and asked for gave a smug look again. She didn't tell you? He <laughs> clicked his tongue. Well that's one for secrets. All that digging into my personal files prompt me to do some more digging too. She bought a condo in Dallas and she used a assumed name. Did she tell you that? No, but Gage guessed that's where she planned to go when she could no longer hide the pregnancy. It was a smart move, but it hurt for Gage to think she'd had to do these smart moves on her own because they'd been necessary. What does that have to do with bribing an official? Gage asked. I need to talk to you, Lynette whispered to him. That put a big knot in his belly. See, it's different when it's your secret's being blabbed, isn't it, Ford? I forget you've done the right thing about the annulment, especially after I made it so clear what the consequences would be if you didn't. Imagine my surprise when last month I discovered you bribed an official, a judge, no less. Kid shook his what the hell is this about? Ford smiled, my, my, what my daughter needs to tell you is that you two are still married. let, let Felt a blood drain from her head, and she was sorry she woke down that apple because she was suddenly queasy, too. She intended to tell Gage about the annulment, or rather, the lack of one, but she darned her head and wanted to tell him like this. She looked engaged, lower her voice so she could tell him something meant only for his ear. I bribed the judge in Curryville and faked the annulment. Gage blinked, looked at Ford dinner. We're still married. Lynette nodded way right too much into it, she added. He stared at her, the same stare he'd given her when she told him he was the only lover she ever had. There was a reason for that. She always considered herself a married woman. That, and she hadn't wanted another man. Just Gage, and her father was going to do everything in his power to make sure she didn't get him. Not then, not now. Any reason you didn't tell me this, Gage asked her. She tipped her head to the front. The reason is standing out there in the rain. I told her I'd kill you if she didn't get the annulment, for the volunteer. Never want her to drop in bed with the likes of you. Her tramp of a mother already did that with your kin. Some venom went through Gate's eyes, and he turned that venom on her father. It takes a special kind of man to use a threat like that on a 19-year-old girl. But guess what? Lynette and I aren't kids anymore, and I've been trained to take out scum like you. Is that a threat? Ford Snap! You bet it is. Gate took one step forward. And in the same motion, he pushed, her behind, he pushed her behind him. If you come near Lynette, if you utter another threat to her, viled or otherwise, you're going down. Ford chuckled. You'd kill me in cold blood, Agent Rylan? No. H-4's got nearly come. I'd wait until you pulled your gun first. But trust me, I'm faster. I can get a bullet in your brain so quick that before you blink, you're already being held. No mercy, Lynette had to do something to defuse this. It was already past, taking a dangerous turn. I'm about to faint, Lynette whispered to him. She prayed, she sounded convincing him. Please, I don't want to fall, it might hurt the baby. That guy gave me, get him out of here, Gage told the rage Chance. Gage kept his eyes on her father and his right hand on his gun, but he looped his left arm around her and caught her inside, he kicked the door shut, lifted her into his arms and took her to the silver. Should have called the doctor. Gage asked, looking down at her. No more venom in his eyes. Just worry. Well, for a couple seconds. You're not about to faint, he accused Gage. Her. That's playing dirty little net. She came off the sofa. I didn't want you in a gunfight with my father. This is what I've been trying to prevent for over a decade. His anger and frustration returned with a vengeance. Gage kicked the wood magazine holder next to the sofa and hurried to the door. He looked out, cursed some more, and locked it as if he declared war on it. He reholstered its gun and started to pace like a caged tiger. I'm not sorry for what I did, she let him know. Still pacing, he aimed his index finger at her. He also tried to speak, but the anger didn't let the words come. Not that she wanted to hear what he had to say right now. Lynette had warned him that Talking to her father would be bad, and Gage hadn't listened. "'I'm not sorry about the non-annulment, either,' she added. "'Best to clear the air about that as well, since Gage was going to stew for a while.' The burst of temper drained her, and Lynette dropped back down on the sofa. Gage studied her a moment, and his pacing took him back to the door where he armed the security system. He then paced to the kitchen and came back with a Lone Star beer and a pine sized carton of milk. "'Drink,' he ordered. "'Well, since you asked so nicely,' Lynette took the milk." Don't, he ordered. If you told me we were, were, still married. My father would have picked a fight with you sooner. she knew. Just remember, there's a reason I tried to make him think I'd gone through with the annulments. <laughs> his thumb worked against his chest. Yeah, they saved me Lynette. little I didn't need saving. Not at that price. The price was worth it to me. He gulped on a good portion of the beer, and it was obvious he was still wrestling with the bombshell that her father had just looked. How much did it cost you to bribe the official? She took a moment, drank some milk, dodged his case. Ten thousand, she mumbled. His mouth dropped open, and she knew why. Her father was rich, but he never shared that wealth with her. She worked for every penny that she had in the bank, which wasn't much, considering she had a mortgage for the condo in Dallas and her house in Silver Creek. Where'd you get that kind of money? Gage demanded. She died. she decided it was a good time to avoid his gaze some more. I sold my mother's jewelry. The profanity was there in his eyes, but he didn't voice it. Instead, he sank down on the cob table cross. Not a gold heart necklace. Well, no, not it. all of it. What about your wedding ring? He asked. I kept that. She managed to say that above a whisper. We no doubt heard it loud and clear. Well, undid the top button on her shirt so she could reach her bra. She pulled the ring from the tiny pocket she'd sewn into the right cups of all her bras and held it up for him to see. My father has a bad habit of searching my place when I'm not there, she explained. I figured it was best if I kept it on me as much as possible. Less chance of him finding it. She slipped the ring back into her draw, rebuttoned her shirt. Now he cursed, but there was no anger in it. If you tell me you're over me, I'll take me where I stand. She finished open the levity. It would help. He shot her. I'll make you take a nap occasionally. You, you just told me he didn't finish that either. Didn't need to. It probably seemed selfish and a little crazy on my part, but I wanted to hang on to the marriage as long as I could, because it was my way of hanging on to you. I knew that you'd get on with your life, that you'd find someone else, and you did. I planned to get a quick annulment so you wouldn't be committing bigamy, <laughs> but you didn't find anyone else, not that I know of anyways. Another scrawl. No, he trained more to be. And I didn't have to sell something I loved or kept a secret that burned me into my soul. Yes, you did," she reminded him. "You left your family, faked your death to save me and your brothers. If we're comparing our martyr, martyr badges, I think they're about the same size." He looked at her. So where does this leave us? Well, that drink about our martyrdom failed, even after all these years. we right back, back where we started, married and in danger. Yeah, that's all we said for a long time. Except this time around. The danger was even worse because it wasn't just Gage and her. Their baby who was now involved in this. Gage set his beer aside, stood, and without warning, he scooped her up. You're taking that nap, he growled. Alone. <laughs> he added heading for the bedroom. I have some things to work out. You're not leaving? Yeah. No. A moment later, he repeated it along with a heavy sigh and deposited her onto the bed. I don't want you here by yourself. His gaze dropped from her face to her body. All of her body. Lynette well, could have seduced him to make him stay in the room with her. She could keep an eye on him that way and make sure they that he didn't go after her father. Of course, seducing Gage had other benefits too. Her body was always burning for him. Plus, she was already on the bed with him just inches away, and she knew his weak spots. Some neck kisses would get this seduction started the right way. But she had some things to work out as well, like how she was going to neutralize her father. She'd been trying to work it out for ten years now, and it was past time she came up with a permanent solution. But what? Her investigation had failed to turn up anything, but maybe that just meant she had to dig deeper or in a different place. Maybe she could get someone at the asylum in Mexico to spill what her father had done to her. It wasn't a good angle, but it might be the only one they had. I'll keep digging, she promised him. After you rest... Gage leaned down, and a few, for a moment she thought he had changed his mind about joining her, but his mouth didn't go in the direction of hers. Instead, he dropped a kiss on her stomach, on the baby. The moment was perfect, so sweet that it brought tears to us. Gives some sleep. He threw the covers over and walked out. Lynette watched him stride away in those jeans that hugged his best asset, but one of them anyway. His heart was the top of that asset list. Tears spilled down her cheek. Loving Gage seemed to be something she couldn't stop, even though loving him was the fastest way to him get, the fastest way to get him killed. Lynette pulled the covers to her chin and knew that the only way to save him was to say goodbye. Again. End of chapter ten.